Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to All Things Transformers. Episode 12. Recorded January 31st, 2009. Listening to all things Transformers, and joining me this week is Mike Blanchard from the TFG One podcast. We are going to re-record episode twelve, seeing as how my computer completely blacked out the last time we tried to do this. And you would think that it's episode twelve. It's not like it's episode thirteen, so at least it's not like a a jinx thing. Yeah, and uh, I forgot to introduce myself. Obviously, I'm Steve Slash Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> it is very early in the morning, so we are both exhausted. Yeah, well, you know, I've only had 45 minutes of sleep, so... And it isn't because of my neighbors or anybody messing around in the hallways or anybody outside or whatever. It was just because I couldn't get to sleep. And by 3.30, I was, like, uh, still watching Team Knight Rider on the iPhone. And the, wow. and the battery started dying, so I was like, oh, okay... Turn on the iPod on the Bose, put the iPhone in the dock, and t- rolled over. Next thing I know, Shinedown's going off for my alarm, telling me it's time to get up to record. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. And then we've been sitting here rambling on for the last hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we should have been taping the entire exactly, thing. Exactly, we should have. Yep. But knowing our luck, it would go out and die again. I know. I don't, I don't understand this. I am taking my computer into the shop this week to find out why in the hell it has died six times since we had this ice, ice and snowstorm here. Most of it has melted. All of the ice on the power lines has melted. I never... We, our power only flickered in and out a couple of times. But I think every time I've tried to have a Skype conversation with anyone in the past two weeks... My computer has completely... I've been sitting here just like I am now. I'm not touching the mouse. I'm not touching the keyboard. I'm not touching anything other than the the volume control for the headset. And my computer just completely blacks out and re- reset, restarts itself. It's not like I hit the start button and then I hit, you know, shut down or restart. It just... I don't freaking know. 
Yes. Yeah, it it it's bad. It's like Transmetal 2 Megatron came in here and fucked something up, bastard. Yes. <laughs> so you can't even do the voice right this early. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Close enough. Yeah, close enough. So what's in... Oh, excellent. Yes. <laughs> so what's in the news this week other than that crappy Transformers 2 teaser we got at the Super Bowl? Well, um, and I'll make a comment about that when I hit that, but um, I'm going to recap some of the news that was supposed to be in the last episode, yeah. or some stuff that came up since then, because yeah. uh, we were going to record last Monday, Yes. and all I have is my audio, <laughs> which shall now become a part of the Lost Level episode. The DFG on podcast, yep. I shall merge it with Mike the Birdman Dodd's audio, and we will be talking about two completely different subjects, (laughs) so it will sound hilarious when I'm talking about how Optimus Prime and Rodimus are different than Axel Foley. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. So what do we get? I'm going to figure it out, and it's going to be good. Yeah. Yep. Play like the Beverly Hills Cap intro with the... uh, ATTF one or something mixed in. <laughs> it was some kind of like funky ass episode. I don't know. <laughs> I'll figure something out when yep, I get to editing that. Do. I'll probably do that this weekend. But, uh. Oh, what were you going to say? Uh, what do we got for news? Um. Well, there is Activision's new. Revenge of the Fallen site, which is live, and it is for the new game that is coming out this year. <laughs> and what the hell was that? It was me putting my finger down my throat to gag myself for the game. <laughs> wow. Anyways, <laughs> the Chevy Beat and Chevy Tracks and their robot modes was on the site, and uh, Apparently, Activision chewed out TFW and made them take it down. But that's because uh, they'll be releasing their trailer for the Revenge of the Fallen tie-in game next Friday, which would be this Friday. (laughs) And so, yeah, they've got that coming for them. And damn, I'm retarded. But anyways, um, (laughs) the freaking Revenge of the Fallen game is coming soon. They have that Battle for the Allspark coming back to their site uh, 2.0, which I tried playing and didn't care about. And so hopefully the game is much better this year. Yes, hopefully, because the original movie game for the 2007 movie is, well, actually it's probably in a box somewhere now, seeing as how I'm still fucking moving, but yeah, before that it was just sitting on the shelf, and I played it probably a total of 45 minutes. Once I beat, or I didn't actually beat anything, once I found cheat codes to unlock all the G1 characters and all the levels and everything else, I said the hell with it, because the, the time constraints on that game just pissed me off to no end. Yes, the time constraints were complete and utter bullshit. Act- it ruined a completely good game of destroying everything of dis- in sight. Yeah. Yeah, destroying everything in sight. Activision, if you have any people that listen to any of our podcasts, get rid of the fucking time constraint levels. 
Yeah, because it was awesome. I loved jump, climbing up the buildings, jumping across them, that, smashing the hell out of everything, that and was then cool destroying everything to the point of just no return, and yep. I'd pick up cars and whatever. But anyways, I didn't use cheat codes until I got to the level where you could not beat that stupid-ass... I think it was like a dump truck or some kind of vehicle that, well, you had to throw something at it in just the right timing to knock it over, and then you had to pick it up and throw the vehicle. Mm. Yeah. And then, I... in order to damage and destroy it, which was more of a pain in the ass than destroying the boss itself. Like I said, I didn't do any of the levels until after I did the cheat codes, and I only spent maybe four or five minutes even doing anything with the levels and I just went back to just like the roaming mode like you can roam the world and just destroyed everything that's all I did I give I didn't even yeah. care about beating the game at all yeah after I got done with uh, the first bit of time constraints I didn't give a rat's ass whether I did anything in that game anymore nope. and considering I only bought it for 20 bucks I didn't really care so I ended up putting that back in the box and it hasn't been touched since yep. after I used the codes. Yep, pretty much. So, hopefully this new game is a little bit better. Yep. Which, obviously, if the trailer's already coming out in in conjunction with the new movie trailer this week, yeah, the game's probably already developed. They probably do have time constraint levels in there, and what I just said previously about not putting them in there is probably going to be ignored if the game's already been produced. So yeah, that was a waste of me talking. Yeah, but <laughs> hopefully they've learned from the last game because there was a lot of bitching about that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just it, that was not a very well liked feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also on the uh, craptastic news. Um, because I don't have show notes, I'm just pulling shit randomly. <laughs> um, Transformers Animated finished after Season 3 is the new rumor on uh, reported from TFW 2005 um, and from unnamed sources through Cartoon Network. Um, there's no truth to it so far, but it's probably going to end. And I would think that would be true, considering how long it takes them to release everything. Just going back to compare, and I'm not really comparing the two shows, but compare the Beast Wars Beast Machines timeline as like how much time was in between each one of those seasons, and how much time is in between the fucking animated series. I'm pretty sure they put Beast Wars out back to back to back to back to back. And this thing... They put out a three-part movie, which was the beginning of the series. Then they put out season one. Then they waited, what, six months or nine months or half a year or whatever to put out season two. And then season three isn't going to be out until the middle of the spring sometime, supposedly in March, April, or May or June. It's fucking ridiculous. Just end the... Just have one two-hour episode ending the fucking show. Don't even have a season three. I'm so sick of this shit, hearing about, season three is coming, this is what's going to be in season three. And yes, I respect the show for doing all the G1 references and everything else, and I like that they did that, but... It's the worst fucking cartoon outside of Batman and the Brave and the Bold. 
<laughs> and that's saying something, because Batman the Brave and the Bold is the fucking worst car- Batman cartoon I have ever seen. Yeah, it's I've even, never it's, seen it, It's so. even worse than the Batman Scooby-Doo team-ups. Wow. I just, well, that's just my opinion. I don't, when I first started watching it, I didn't go in with an open mind because I'm so used to Batman the Animated Series, which was the best Batman cartoon ever, in my opinion. Um, and I'm so used to that animation style. Well, with Batman the Brave and the Bold, um, have, you, have you ever seen Justice League The New Frontier? Um, the, the DC animated movie that they put out last year or the year before? No, I haven't seen the New Frontier. I've seen previous works of Justice League. Oh, yeah, but you, yeah, you've seen the cartoon. Well, the whole thing with the DC Universe movies is that they are trying to reinvent some of the characters and tell new stories. Well, Justice League New Frontier was a direct uh, adaptation of Darwin Cook's uh, story in the comics, and it was basically Silver Age type story, Silver Age. Ant looking animation and everything else. Well, that's the same thing with Batman the Brave and the Bold. Uh, it's, a, it's a Silver Age homage to the Silver Age Batman comic, comics from DC, and I, the only two things I like about it is the Batmobile and the Batwing. Other than that, the show can go to hell and die. They have fucking, they have fucking Oswald from Drew Carey. They have Diedrich Bader playing the voice of Batman. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah, Kevin Conroy is je- definitely the only Batman. As, he is the embodiment of as Batman. As far as the animated Batman, I agree. Yes. Uh, he's been doing the thing for over si- for 15, 16 plus years now. and Well, it's just like Mark Hamill. He's the best Joker in the animated yeah, line. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it's just... I, I don't know. But, yeah, going back to Transformers Animated. Yeah, Season 3... I could really give a shit less about. I mean, I had caught most of season two on YouTube only because I would always sleep past 11.30 or 10.30 or whenever the hell it was on Saturday mornings. Um, now, maybe if if what they do is they put it behind or if they move, if Cartoon Network were to move um, Batman the Brave and the Bold to an 8.30 time slot on Friday nights and put Transformers Animated Season 3 in that 8 o'clock Friday night time slot, maybe I would, you know, watch it, but most likely I'll, I'll end up doing the same thing I did with Season 2 and just catching it on YouTube or, or some site, you know, whatever, some streaming site or whatever. I really could give a shit less about it now. I'm just so sick of waiting for it, and there's been absolutely no character development in that entire series. I think the only character that's developed is Megatron, and he's gotten even more eviler than what he was in season one. Well, there's there's uh, Bumblebee's uh, getting more annoying, uh, Starscream creating his clone army, and becoming a floating head. Um... <laughs> So you've had little nods there, but other than that, it's mostly intro character, kill character in the same episode. So it's like, okay, this is useless. And we have never, as far as I know, now I I have not watched all of Armada, Energon, and Cybertron, and I did not watch any of R.I.D., but as far as I know, in any Transformers cartoon that we've ever had, we have never had human fucking villains. Give me a break. No, that is that is that true. It's just ridiculous. I was 
Yeah, they're going to be able to combat a When I first saw, like, the, the angry archer or whatever the hell his name is, I thought fucking Batman was going to come in swinging off a bat pole or something and kick his ass. I, just, God. That's going to go back to my review of uh, The Girl Who Loved Power Glide from Season 2 when I eventually get to around to recording that episode of, the, of TFG1. It shows Power Glide on a fucking merry-go-round. This is like a, 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 a five-ton robot or however the hell much they weigh on a friggin' merry-go-round horse. Give me a break. How do you not I know, that's it? what I'm saying. Give me a fucking break. I, I sit on a horse and horse go crack. And I look down and there's nothing there. <laughs> well, it, it, it didn't do that. It shows him going around and around a few times. But, yeah. And then it goes crap. <laughs> well, well no. actually, yeah. You actually, wish. yeah, the Decepticon showed up and blew the thing all the hell, so. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Apparently, Autobots are, are have the ability to uh, change their weight on command. Y- yeah. There, there's going to be tons of stuff coming up when I do my reviews, when I do future episodes of, the, of TFG1, because... There is just so many nonsensical things that that both Autobots and Decepticons do that just you wouldn't you just don't think they can do. I mean, hmm. what it is is they ran out of ideas and they were supposed to have the movie between seasons one and two. Yeah, I know, but still, I guess we'll move on. Yeah. Cause, yeah. <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen preview in Toy Fair number 140. Apparently it's due out in comic shops February 11th and regular newsstands February 24th. Hmm. And it says on the cover of the, uh, uh, well, for the advertisement anyway, it says, Where's LaBeouf? He's in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen and that's in Toy Fair number 140. <laughs> and it's got a picture of LaBeouf running, I think, from Eagle Eye, like the the movie. Oh, God. But I'm sorry, but I think I think Shia's career has gone downhill since he since even Stevens went off the air. Uh, I I just do. Um, well, he tries using the same dynamic, I think, in everything, and it doesn't. Transfer. I will not watch Eagle Eye. I won't. Even if somebody Eagle Eye was even good. if somebody pays me or not pays me, even if somebody pays for me to go see the movie or or to or to get it on DVD or whatever. I no. I'd be like, like uh, Santino uh, Morella from from WWE a few uh, uh, back in two thousand seven when when Stone Cold came to confront him and Santino just threw the condemned DVD down like to the other side of the ring, you know it'd be the same thing with me with Eagle Eye, and I refuse to watch Chris, uh, the Indiana Jones four too. I no, I ain't watching that crap. Already then. Yeah, movies have really upset me the last few years. The only two good ones I've actually gone to see was Iron Man and the Dark Knight. There was a couple Adam Sandler ones that I liked from last year, but other than that, uh, I'd have to agree yeah. with you. Even the Saw series, like I like seeing them, but come on, I mean, Jesus, the guy's dead. 
drop the series. <laughs> like, he is truly dead. It's not like a Jason or Michael Myers where, oh, I can rise from I, the dead. I am just waiting for a Saw 6 uh, forum thread to show up on Earth2.net forums. <laughs> well, Saw 6 is in oh, production. It God. will be out the 24th of October. I know this because I sit here and I stare at movie listings <laughs> all damn day. Because now, at dinner now, dinner, now, now if only you could just get paid for doing that. Well, hell yeah, I'd sit there and get paid to sit there and review movies and tell my opinions of them because I watch so many damn movies. I have six hundred and ten movies and six Blu-rays. But anyways, back to uh, my non-rent. Yeah. Um, Roberto Orsi discusses scene additions to TF2. Says uh, Decepticons, uh, many of them being CGI, there's more freedom to add scenes in post-production. Adding extra scenes with Transformers is currently under consideration. Uh, as a follow-up, Roberto said, one extra long scene is being considered uh, was Michael Bay's idea, with Bay saying, you and the fans are going to love this. Uh Starscream's character will be more similar to his Generation 1 self. Oh, God. Which... Ah, Facepalm! Ah! Go ahead, And the last bit of uh, news on that subject is Roberto states that producer Lorenzo Di Bonaventura comments in Empire Magazine that there are around 40 robots and was not an exaggeration. Well... I guess that I guess that's better than what the the six we actually saw in the first one, or five or seven or however many we actually saw in the first one. The whole five Autobots yeah. and the whole like. Fort. Well, they showed like ten Decepticons, mm-hmm. but like they only appeared for like five yeah. seconds, unless they died. I don't see with 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 what I saw from that from that teaser. I mean, I know it's supposed to be just a teaser. I don't see how that this movie is going to be under two hours long. No, I believe this uh, this movie. I said this hour, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I could have just left it alone. No one would have ever known. But uh, yeah, I believe this teaser trailer, which I happen to have before the Super Bowl played, because TFW had it leaked from YouTube, and I ripped that copy <laughs> and had it for download on PredaconEmpire.com. Notice PredaconEmpire.com, mm-hmm. and. Yes, and then I, I have an HD quality one on there now, replacing it, but... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, gee, thanks for telling me beforehand because I have this crappy one that, that was originally on there. Well, later in the day I added the HD oh, one. okay. Well. So... Yeah, I found an HD copy and I ripped it. And now it's on the same file name and everything on the site, and it, it you can see a lot more stuff on it. Let's put yeah. it that way. You can see Optimus getting bitch slapped. <laughs> Sorry if you haven't seen the teaser, but spoiler. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, come on, you're gonna watch the movie anyway, and you're gonna see the spoiler. I'm sure somewhere, yeah. you know, the yeah. trailer and yeah. teaser trailer. 
the official trailer comes out the 13th of Fe- February. The teaser obviously came out during the Super Bowl. And uh, it's 30 seconds long. It shows an aircraft carrier getting blown to uh, a million pieces. Um, I don't know if you can hear that, but... um, It's showing the various humans fighting. It's showing uh, all the Decepticons battling, Ravage. It shows Starscream. It shows uh, Barricade's new form as the Audi. (laughs) Um, It shows a hand that looks similar to Megatron... Prime gets his ass bitch slapped, <laughs> and there's a giant like monstrosity of a robot that flings uh, Prime over a bridge. Would that be the Fallen? Uh, it could be, or it could be the Devastator, because I heard rumors that Devastator is going to look like a giant freaking mangled up gorilla. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Um, I guess we'll have to wait and see until we get the official trailer. Yeah, I, um... I didn't even catch it during the Super Bowl because I recorded, like, I was told that it was going to happen between uh, the third and fourth quarter is when it was supposed to air. Um, And I just hit the DVR button on, I just hit my record button on my DVR and I just let it go and I went went about and did other crap and went back and fast forward, rewind, fast forward, rewind. Could could never find it, so I just said, out of the hell with it, I'll I'll see it eventually online. I I don't care. So... I think the only Super Bowl commercial, I know this is off topic, but the only Super Bowl commercial that I actually enjoyed watching was the guy with the Doritos, and every time he crunched it, you know, the chick's dress came off. That's about the only good commercial they had this year outside the trailers. Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't gone to watch all the other ones online. No. I've been too busy packing this fucking place up and dealing with other crap. And, uh, yes, I believe we have, what is it, uh, I gotta open up the file, but, um, yeah, we were going to address several other things. (laughs) The toy reviews, I have three of them online, I think, and they were supposed to be done earlier, but I've got three more in the Uh works. Um, TFG1 areas added to the forums. Man, this seems like deja vu. <laughs> no, did did, this. But that's okay. Um, I have on there things to come. Um, hell if I know. <laughs> no, uh, I'm planning on redoing this site at some point. I don't know what I'm going to do. I see ideas from everybody, and then I'd like to create something new yeah. with the site because I get bored every yeah, six months. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's cool. I mean... Everything needs to be rebuffed and shinier every every few months or every six months or every year or something like that. Like like I'm re- like I just I when I just started listening to podcasts, I just I don't even know how I found this week in geek. I don't. Oh, I know. I don't know. Was duh. I was listening to TF Wire and Mike was on there, and uh, so I went to the website and I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. And I have not before the before Steve Snowball Sailor did the. Did, did the reboot with the new uh, stuff that they changed to now. I didn't really go on there that much to even explore what was on there. I went on there for a couple of interviews, but whatever ended up as podcasts in the iTunes, I would just listen to that. But their their site is a hell of a lot easier to navigate now than it was before. So and it looks really, really cool. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I I like the the new site that they have now. That that old one was um, very outdated, <laughs> but the the new one is very nice. Yeah. I I do like that, but um, so yeah, um, and in other news, we were going to have a discussion topic, but <laughs> well, actually, uh, since we I, don't want to overload your computer. Actually, we did have a discussion topic, and I don't think it was because we had the discussion topic that it overloaded the computer, and so far we're doing all right at coming in at just under 27 minutes, but um, uh, the original discussion topic was I had brought it up to Steve, um, God, what was it, almost three weeks ago now, Um about comparing and contrasting Optimus Prime and Megatron and Rodimus Prime and Galvatron from G1. Both, you know, their their pre-movie, well, obviously not Rodimus and Galvatron, but Optimus and Megatron's pre-movie adventures and then their movie stuff and then obviously Rodimus and Galvatron from the movie on to the end of the series. So I guess we can just start with Optimus and Megatron. We might as well get this out of the way and get it done. Yeah. Yeah, I am um, seeing as how obviously I'm rewatching all these cartoons and everything else. I uh you know, I I know most people want it to be Optimus and Megatron for all time as far as the leaders of the Autobots and Decepticons, especially when it comes to G1. And Optimus is uh Optimus has a lot of good qualities, but sometimes his great qualities are also his uh downfalls. Uh, like in the episode Heavy Metal War, uh, Megatron specifically states that, you know, he's going to use Optimus' over, overdeveloped sense of honor against him in order to win uh, the battle. Of course, Megatron cheats and gets all the Decepticons' powers by a power transfer, but that's beside the point. And, and Megatron just, he's just evil. I don't, he has no... Most most shows or most cartoons have some sort of re- redeeming character for some villains. Megatron has no redeeming character re- traits whatsoever. <laughs> so yeah, this is where you're supposed to jump in. Yes. <laughs> Wake up, damn it! <laughs> but um, yeah, I like the original Megatron. I like the uh, raspy voice. He does have a uh, air of evil that um. None of the other Megatrons have managed to capture, although the G1, or not G1, the animated one has come close to the style, but that's because um, it's Corey Burton, and obviously he worked with the original voice cast. Um, Frank Welker has definitely done a uh, bang-up job at the voice on Megatron. Um, I like the uh, connections between Prime and Starscream that Megatron has, um, even the arguments. Although his gun form is pretty much uh, self, re- or he relies on mm-hmm. other people to use his uh, alt form, so it gives him really no benefit to transform. Um, he is a powerful badass with uh, very limited weak- weaknesses in robot mode. Mostly, what it is is his arrogance that catches him, just like Starscream with his uh, cowardice. Um, Prime mostly is able to combat Megatron because um, he's the noble mm-hmm. figure yep. and he won't play dirty and so usually Megatron catches himself in his own schemes 
and Prime's just there to uh, knock him the rest of the way down. I gotta say, though, there have been some episodes, um, I think it was The Ultimate Doom, and it was, there was something else, there was one, there, there's a few other ones, where that they've actually had to team up and work together to basically save planet Earth. So, I mean, it's nice to see that they can have that kind of character development, even though they completely hate each other oh, and and want nothing to do with each other except to destroy each other. Um, but at least there was some character development in G1 that they, at least for a day or two, could put their differences aside and save the planet. And that usually ended up happening by, you know, Starscream fucking up like always. And they had to save his ass. Um, and the whole reason why I wanted to do this discussion topic was because uh, one of the g- people that follows me on Twitter keeps giving me shit about being a Rodimus Prime fan. And, you know, they killed Optimus Prime. I'm sorry. It sucks. I know it sucks. And I'm not trying to be negative about it. I bawled my eyes out when I saw that. Because when I first saw it, it was on VHS, and I had not—I was too young to go to the theater at the time, and I didn't even know about a Transformers movie until like I think I saw it a year after it actually was released. And you know, but I mean, the whole point of the movie and the rest of the series was progressing through new characters. So you know, they killed Optimus. Hot Rod becomes Rodimus, and Hot Rod is more of the happy-go-lucky, who-gives-a-shit, let's-just-go-race type of character. When he got the Matrix and he got the Wisdom and became Rodimus and everything else, he became more um, not as good as Optimus. No one could ever be as good as Optimus Prime, but he became a little wiser and kind of he stepped up to the responsibilities. And he, he kind of, I, th- I always thought he filled Optimus's shoes fairly well. At least until he comes, at least until Optimus comes back, but, yeah. And then Galvatron, Galvatron, there really isn't any difference between Megatron and Galvatron. They're the same guy. The only difference is Megatron, or Megatron, Galvatron's uh, transform mode was more self-sufficient than than Megatron's was, because Galvatron was this giant-ass purple cannon with a, with an orange, orange uh, cannon uh, nose, thing, and he could pretty much shoot whatever the hell he wanted to at any time without having to be reliant on others to hold him in their hands. Um, I think Megatron's schemes, for the most part, would have worked if it wasn't for Starscream. And the same thing with Galvatron. If it wasn't for Scourge and and Cyclonus sometimes, Galvatron's schemes would have really worked. So what you're saying is, if he didn't have any help, he could do it on his no, own. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, if he didn't have the characters that were complete whiners, and granted, Cyclonus and Scourge did not want to overthrow him, but like Starscream always wanted to overthrow Megatron and Galvatron. So, if he didn't have those three characters, and he just had like Soundwave and Astro Train and and all the other ones, you know, everything would have been fine. Uh, I don't know. Just would have been it, you know. Maybe maybe the Decepticons could have won a few battles. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh... Rodimus, he is a a good follow up to Prime, although, um, he's. I don't 
don't know. I just I don't see him as the official um, leader. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he obviously did well enough for Prime to say, "Hey, you know, that's uh um y- you know, that's this hand the matrix back to this kid after I uh decide to croak again." <laughs> and uh, he pretty much did that and when when he did have to die again, he gave the matrix back to um Hot Rod to become Rodimus again. And you know, obviously Rodimus continued his his legacy through mm. part of Headmasters. Galvatron, on the other hand, um, although very, he, he was far more sinister than, than Megatron. Uh, Megatron, and he had a lot greater goals than just conquering Cybertron. Oh yeah, Galvatron wanted to the conquer u- the everything. universe. Yeah, and when the Headmasters or Scorponok, Zarak. Yep. Um, got involved, it screwed up his plans, and so in the in that, um, there was a lot of overthrows and a lot of um, power struggles for Decepticon Command, and yeah. eventually led to Galvatron's demise. Yeah. See, I, you know, you you know, you keep talking about Headmasters, and we and we had discussed that that actual the continuation of the series over in in Japan. We we have talked about that before, but I never saw it. So my G one ends with rebirth. That's that's just how it ends for me. Because like I said, until I see, until I can get my hands on a fairly decent dub of that of that series, uh, I'm just gonna go with my original G one. Yeah, and see with the rebirth series. Um which hopefully I'll be on for the official podcast on TFT oh, yeah. one, but um, they they made the entire season in Canada. They yeah. because Japan went a completely different direction, and so they ended up getting different voice actors. They kept a few of the originals, um, but changed everyone else out for sound alikes and. The animation quality was complete and utter crap compared to um, previous seasons in terms of um, G1 continuity characters. For instance, Prime, a lot of the time, would show up in random grays, blues, and reds and would appear frequently wrong throughout the entire uh, reverse Yeah, through the entire three-parter, Optimus was extremely off-model and... And like I said, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about today and a lot of the stuff that I've talked about on previous ATTF episodes, with, you know, I'll be bringing it up in TFG1. Um, one thing that, that Rebirth did was it, I think, I'd, I'd have to look it up, but I think it was one of the last jobs by Vincent Price because he played the voice of, um, uh, what's his name, Zarek. And the only other thing I can remember him from is uh, he played uh, some some character on Scooby-Doo. I know he's a big, um, I think he was a, I, I, know, I know he's a big movie star back in the 30s and 40s and 50s and stuff like that, And but I don't remember. <coughs> Sorry. I don't remember exactly what all he did because obviously it was before my time. Yeah, I have no idea. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I can't pick one set or the other of of who I like more out of out of the four characters. I pick them both. I pick both sets because they're two different. They're too different and not similar enough in style than to pick either one. So I like all four of them. Yeah, and I'd have to pick because I am very biased. I like the Megatron and Optimus, although Rodimus and Galvatron aren't that bad either. Yeah, I mean, I like the Megatron and Optimus for you know for the seasons and 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 the and the movie. For season one, season two, and then the movie. And then obviously I like Rodimus and Galvatron for, you know, the end of the movie, season three, season four. Well, Rodimus really wasn't in season... He wasn't really in Rebirth that much because he was Hot Rod again, but you, you get the general idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it, it did give um, pre-movie and post-movie uh, very different... Um, set of events in terms of Autobot Decepticon. Kind of oh, battles. yeah. It just amazes me, and I think um, somebody brought this up. It m- might have been on the, the 20th anniversary DVD commentary. In the first two seasons, the Dinobots were pretty much indestructible, except when they were in robot form. But yet, when uh, they go to attack Devastator... All four of them are pretty much. Dis- I think Slag is the only one that gets in a a decent shot at, at, at Devastator right before Prime shows up to do his battle with Megatron. Uh, Grimlock, Swoop, and 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 Sludge are all dispatched fairly fairly quickly. You know it's funny. The Looney Tunes. They're missing one. Yeah, Snarl. They're missing a Dinobot. They're missing a what? Dinobot. Yeah, they're missing he, he actually shows so. up later on. You have to really... I When I was listening to the commentary, just because I had nothing else to do, I was listening to the fan commentary. I wasn't listening to the one that Nelson Shin and Sue Blue and Phil, Flint Dilly did. If you, you have that DVD, don't you? If you watch yes. it and you watch the fan commentary, they will point out when... And you have to really, really be fast with your pause button to catch this. When the ship... When Hot Rod's ship is coming down to the to the Junkion planet and it's spinning, you if you pause it right when it shows the cockpit, you can see Snarl in the cockpit in robot mode. But it's very very hard to catch. Um, but wow, as far as him actually being in the movie, yeah, no, he he shows up a couple of times, but um, he's not showcased at all as far as being with the rest of the Dinobots. So, yeah, that's that's just... It's just weird. It's just a flub. Like all the other flubs, like with Ironhide floating by and a whole bunch of people floating by in the, in the, in the battle scenes in the beginning after they're dead. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And I'll probably save that uh, listener question stole. you sold, yeah. stole from, yeah, from yeah, we TFWire. Yeah, we can do that um, another time. It's no big deal. I'll do that in yeah. the next episode. Because I'm going to have there to wrap was, this there up. There was something else. What was, I had thought about something when I was talking about Hot Rod. Um, shit, I can't remember what it was. 
Oh well, go ahead and wrap up. I'll remember it at some point. Alrighty. Well, and considering this is real early, <laughs> eh, real early <laughs> in the morning. Um, yeah, I'm going to just close off this episode because we're probably going to ramble on otherwise. Um, this is Steve Slash Megatron signing off. And this is Michael Blanchard from the TFG1 Podcast. See you guys later. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.